This podcast is for educational and informational purposes only and is not meant as a substitute for or replacement of working with a mental or medical health professional. Welcome to Taboo Talk Time with Dr. Eva, where we inspire a movement towards breaking through societal norms, increasing awareness, and unhinging the taboo. Taboo Talk Time hosts guest experts from around the world in the mental and medical health fields who are passionate about making a difference in our society. Visit tabutalktime.com to learn more about Dr. Eva's therapeutic services, online couples courses, live couples retreats, and of course, our free podcast. Here is your host, Dr. Eva Brown, licensed marriage and family therapist and intimacy specialist. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Taboo Talk Time. We're so happy to have you. We're all about breaking through societal norms, unhinging the taboo, and increasing mental health awareness. I have jo- uh, Joy Chang on, and she is a best-selling author, speaker, and publishing coach. She's fantastic. We're going to talk about the three secrets of unveiling the negative truth about self-love because we all need a little bit more self-love in our lives. I know in terms of relationship coaching and doing the work that I do, I see a lot of couples not really tapping into their self-love and they're, they're experiencing identity loss, you know, for the really extreme aspects of it. And some of them are just not experiencing feeling fulfilled in relationship to themselves, not taking enough time to just uh, turn inward. Right. So let's go ahead and uh, have Joy Chang talk about her best selling book that she's going to be, uh, you know, introducing to us. And she's also, again, going to be talking about the three secrets to unveil the negative truth about self love. So, welcome to the show. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, I'm happy to have you, dear. I love your background there. Uh, for those of you guys that are listening to the podcast and you want to go ahead and watch it on YouTube, you guys can get this on YouTube and watch the actual video. So let's jump in and and see what we're going to be talking about today. Yeah. So um, what do you want to know about my book? (laughs) Right. Well, I would like to know about the three secrets to unveiling the negative truth about self-love. And I'd also like to know the title of your book and what it's about. So my book is called The Naked Truth, A Woman's Journey to Self-Love. And it's basically my journey of um, when I was in my 20s, I went through a period of deep depression and suicidal thoughts. And so I had, you know, times where, I mean, it was hard for me to get out of bed and there was a bridge that would walk across to go to work. And I used to think about jumping off the bridge. And so it was a really, you know, obviously a really um, dark time in my life. It was also very confusing because I had nothing in my life that would make it seem like I should be feeling that way. It wasn't like, you know, I had some kind of, traumatic experience that had happened that I'd lost a loved one or went through a horrible breakup. Um, Everything on the outside looked good. You know, I had a good job. I had family and friends that cared about me and I had a boyfriend and, you know, I just, something was missing though. And looking back, I I believe it was because I didn't love myself and I wasn't living my purpose. Um, And so I was actually in an abusive relationship. um, And it was at that point when I realized that I didn't love myself and that I needed to learn to love myself. So I, you know, made a decision and said, okay, I need to learn to love myself. I need to end this relationship and start learning to love myself. And so I did. And then the universe started bringing opportunities to help me love myself. Wow. Um, And so that's, you know, basically a gist of my story, the short version of it, um, where, you know, basically I talk about that in my book and I share a lot of stories of different lessons that I've learned about self-love in my life, um, Mm -hmm. as well as seven practices that help me cultivate a deep sense of self-love that I also 
um, used to help my clients with. Um, yeah. Amazing. Well, it's so interesting. You have a very personal story that goes along with the writing of your book. Yeah. I think that, you know, a lot of people might think that when you're depressed, that it's about being sad, that if you're depressed, you should just like be happy, you know, or something. And it's not about that. I had somebody say that depression is anger turned inwards. So, you know, you're mad, you're mad at yourself. And when I was depressed, though, I didn't know that. Um, excuse me. So, you know, I thought that I was I actually I projected it onto other people. I thought that other people didn't care about me, which I think is probably pretty common, you know, and that's why you people may decide to actually kill themselves is because they don't think anybody cares, right? And absolutely you know, thankfully for me, even though I didn't think people cared, I knew that if I did kill myself, then my family would be really upset. And so that's what stopped me from killing myself. But it was really difficult because I felt stuck. I felt like I didn't want to live, but I couldn't die as well. Um, and so wow. once I realized that I needed to love myself, then once I started loving myself, then that's when, you know, like, I mean, to be honest, it's not that those thoughts never come back, but there's no energy behind it for me anymore. You know, it's a very different experience. So um, it's something that I don't know if it's ever going to go away as far as those thoughts, but I know that, you know, I don't have to be afraid because it's not something that I know I'm going to do because I, I know my purpose. I know I'm here for something greater than myself. And I believe we all are. Um, so, yeah. I love that, Joy. And I love your name, especially since I learned how to pronounce it the correct way. <laughs> I think it's amazing that you're spreading yeah. more joy in the world. Thank you. you yeah. Know, it's really helping people kind of get, because, you know, your, real, your story is about depression and anxiety. And I like that you talked about anger, depression being angered towards, uh, anger turned inwards. I, thought, I think that's a very good distinction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's funny because um, so Joy is actually a name that I gave myself. It's not my birth name. Interesting. And so it's a name that I made for myself actually like over two years ago now, which is kind of crazy. It doesn't feel like it's been that long, but um, yeah. that's kind of a story in itself because when I chose that name, I decided that I thought that it would be to connect with my inner joy as a child, you know, like our childlike joy. But actually changing that name to my name to joy has helped me connect more with my purpose, which brings me joy. So it's been an amazing experience in just and just choosing the name that I well, it's not really me choosing. I feel felt like the name chose me, but you know, really being able to embody that name because um, I don't feel like my birth name anymore. You know, I never had an issue with it. It just doesn't feel like me. So it's just it's nice to have a name that feels like me, you know, a name that I feel like I've grown into. So. That, is, that is so cool. I love that. It's funny because everybody calls me Dr. Eva Diva. And <laughs> I love that name. It, it feels like it embodies me, but I always feel like it's out of character for me because everyone, you know, I'm, I'm Eva Brown, you know, my whole life, you know, so every time somebody says that, I'm, I always feel like that Eva Diva always embodies like more of who I am as opposed to Eva Brown. Isn't that weird how sometimes this different ways of representing yourself changes the way you think or feel about yourself and the way that you associate to yourself. I think that's an interesting thought. Yeah. I mean, I, I am an energy, energy healer as well. So, and I believe that everything is energy. And so, you know, our names, I mean, it it makes sense that, you know, our names have a lot of energy to them as well. So, yeah. I love that. That's cool. I didn't know you were an energy healer. Very nice. Mm Mm-hmm. So let's get into the three secrets to unveiling self-love. So on your journey of going from suicidal ideation, basically, uh, to getting to a place of joy, 
um, if someone were going through this and listening to this podcast right now, what do you recommend they start with? Yeah. So one of the very first things that um, I started with was something I kind of, I call it like a super mind, um, like Jedi trick, (laughs) something like that. Right. So it's, it's a really cool, um, simple, but powerful exercise. So basically you look at any limiting belief that you have and you can turn it into an empowering belief. Um, And so, for example, I had realized that I had put conditions on my happiness, that there are beliefs that I had had that were putting conditions on my happiness. So, for example, I had a belief that if I got married, I'd be happier. I also had a belief that if I was single, I'd be miserable. Um, So, you know, somewhat opposites, but those were putting conditions on my happiness. You know, they were really limiting my experience in my life. Um, And so when I started questioning that, when I said, you know, how do I know that getting married is going to make me happier? I mean, there's probably a lot of people that are married that are unhappy. You know, unfortunately, I mean, there's a 50% divorce rate in our country, right? So there's a lot of people that are probably in a marriage that aren't really happy. Um, And so it doesn't mean that just getting married is going to make me happier, right? And then I said, also, how do I know that being single is going to make me miserable? What if being single was the best thing that I ever did? And so this was, you know, while I was in that abusive relationship, I started questioning these things. Um, I was actually at a healing seminar for my energy healing called Matrix Energetics. And so when I was there, I think that just started opening up my mind to different possibilities as well. So I started questioning the beliefs that I had had. Wow. And so by just doing that, not even, you know, the, the beautiful thing is you don't even have to know the answer by just doing the, asking the question, mm. it just creates space for something different, right? So for me, when I question those beliefs that gave me the courage to actually end that relationship because I was in the relationship for four and a half years on and off. And even though like I knew that it wasn't, you know, healthy, it wasn't good for me. It was hard to get out of that relationship. And I think for, you know, a lot of women, um, you know, they may tend to like blame. It's easy to blame ourselves to think that, you know, we did something wrong. And, you know, for me, I was grateful that I had the awareness that it wasn't about me, you know, yeah. that the things that my partner was were saying about me that I was like, the things I had done, yeah. it didn't warrant the response that I got. And so, you know, we actually found out while we were together that his mom had abused him as a child, she threw him against a wall when he was a baby, and he didn't even know that. And then she came out and told him. Um, and, you yeah. know, he had, had other experiences with women that he felt like they were taking advantage of him. So I think he had a lot of issues already, you know, as I'm sure we all do, right? Baggage. Yeah, right? Yeah. Like Absolutely. he comes in with his baggage and he projects it onto me. And then yeah. thankfully I didn't internalize it because when you internalize it, then it becomes even more damaging. But because I knew it wasn't about me, I was able to say, okay, I know this isn't about me. Um, but it was still hard, hard to get out of the relationship. And, you know, my friends didn't understand because they thought I was amazing. And they're like, why would you want to be with somebody that would treat you that way? But of course they didn't see the positive, you know, there were a lot of good things about yeah. him and the relationship. Um, yeah. And there was an attachment I had, right? Um, and so, yeah, so that's one of the first things that really helped me. So, so basically what you do is you take any belief that you have and you say, how do I know? Like any kind of limiting belief, right? And then just ask the question, how do I know that this is true? Um, and like I said, you don't have to know the answer. I mean, it, it can help to try to find, you know, like how do I know? Question that belief for yourself. Um, but if you don't have the answer, you know, just know that that answer will come to you that just creating the space, like asking that question is going to create the opportunity for an answer. Um, So it's, it's really powerful. It is putting it out there energetically, even if you don't have the answer right now. Yeah. So, so that would be the first one I would say. And then another practice that I did Mm -hmm. um, that's in my book as well is um, so I I found a group on Facebook called the hundred days of self-love or hundred days to self-love. 
Mm-hmm. And basically every day for at least 100 days, I would post something in that group that I loved about myself. And I would also write in my journal. Um, and at the time, to be honest, it was like a big challenge, right? I was like, how am I going to find 100 things to love about myself? Like, I really didn't think that that was possible. Um, but wow, that's such willing, a cool practice. Yeah, I was willing to try. And so I, I not only did it for 100 days, I went on and did over 365. I don't even remember. I just kept going with it. Um, and it is such a simple but so powerful practice because, you know, we oftentimes the, our mind has lots of negative things to say about us all the time, right? We have a, a tape that's constantly running in our head that's negative. Um, it's constantly telling us we're not good enough. It's, you know, we look at the mirror in the mirror and we're, you know, kind of focusing on all the negative things, right? The things we wish were different. Um, and so being able to focus on what you love about yourself actually retrains our mind to focus on the positive. And if you do this at night before you go to bed, it's great because then you know that your mind's going to start thinking about those things because it knows that you're going to be asking at the end of the day. So, um, so that would be my recommendation. And it's also a way to realize that you love yourself now, that there's something you love about yourself now, right? So start with where you're at, start with something easy, like I love my eyes or I love my hair or, you know, some aspect of yourself that you love. And then eventually, you know, hopefully you can get to that place where you can love, you know, what we call kind of the bad things about ourselves, right? The things that we don't want people to know about us. Those are the things that we can actually love. Yeah, it's interesting. You know, when you talk about um, the things that you can actually love, like even the shadow sides, the shadow sides of myself enables me to be a better practitioner, you know? Um, mm-hmm. just being able to step into the shadow and light sides and embrace all aspects of yourself allows you to be better for who you're around to help you lead other people into a different space. Mm-hmm. I just think it's so powerful and that's what you're doing right now, Joy. So that's awesome. So yeah. what's your tip number three, dear? So the third practice, um, I also discovered a group on Facebook called what am I grateful for today? And so similar, you know, you basically write down one thing, at least one thing you're grateful for every day, and you can write down your journal and then post it in this group. Um, And it's also the same thing where it really just trains our mind to instead of focusing on what we're missing in our life, you know, really focusing on what we have to be grateful for, because when we focus on that, then the universe gives us more to be grateful for. So, yeah, so that's really powerful as well. So I would recommend doing that at night as well, because then again, uh, the same thing where, you know, your mind's going to be knowing that you're going to be asking for that. So it's going to be focusing on finding things to be grateful for. And there's always something, right? It could just be like, I'm grateful that I have a roof over my head. I'm grateful that I have food to eat, right? Like Mm. basic things that people in the world don't have um, as well as, you know, other things. And so it just is really great to, um, to just focus on what we're grateful for, what we already have in our life so that we can have more of it. Yes. I'm thinking I want to read your book. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> so I highly recommend it. Yeah, it's, um, it's, I've had so much positive feedback. And it's all been just like, thank you for being so honest. Thank you for being so vulnerable. Thank you for being so authentic. So I feel like it's my personal diary in the world. It's very, um, very personal. And I am proud of it, because I, I feel like I, you know, I do own my shit in the book that I say, like, I don't just say like, I'm this amazing person. And you know, but really like that I am oh, yeah. human and that, you know, I'm not perfect and I've made mistakes and being able to own them and see the the lessons and the gifts in them, you know, and even, I mean, to be honest, the abusive relationship I was in, I went from being really angry to being completely full of gratitude. Um, He is someone that has given me some of the greatest gifts in my life. I mean, he introduced me to my healing work actually that I do with my clients and helped me realize that I'm a healer and I believe we all are healers and we're all, we have lots of psychic abilities and 
Um, Some of us just have them more developed than others. And I mean, he introduced me to so many things. Um, And so he was a big gift in my life, really, you know, and and helped me um, to be on the path that I'm on. That's wonderful. I, um, I love hearing you talk about your experience and your journey, um, mostly because it's so authentic and so real and refreshing for me. I have a lot of really amazing guests that are really vulnerable and I'm also really vulnerable too, but the way that you're talking about it and the way that you're describing your vision and your mission with your book, um, is inspiring to me. And I wanted to say thank you for that. Super Mm. cool. Thank you. Yeah, that's, that's been, I mean, that's the thing that I believe we're all here to do is to inspire each other, but that's the thing that I, I just want to, my life to be about is to inspire people, you know, and I, I actually almost, I had a time in my, you know, my book where I thought I couldn't do it. And I had a friend, I reached out to my, a women's mastermind group I was in. And one of my, my, uh, sisters in that group said, you know, I know you can do this. You're inspiring me. And I'm like, shit, like, that's what I live for. I was like, I have to keep going because I can't give up because I, I, that's just what I do is I want to inspire people. So yeah, you are inspiring. You are inspiring joy. So these are the three tips, right? So how do I know this is true? Questioning your beliefs, right? Mm -hmm. Um, the next one that you said is focus on what you love about yourself, especially right before you go to bed at night. And if you can find a Facebook group where you can go on and go for the 365 days like joy, um, when she couldn't even come up with a hundred for herself, then go for it, you know? And then there's another one where there's another Facebook group called what am I grateful for today? Um, and it's really practicing gratitude. So I really love that. And you know, what's cool about this is that self love a lot of people talk about self-love of, uh, I'm going to get my nails done, or I'm going to get a massage, or I'm going to take a walk on the beach. But when you talk about self-love, you talk about it from a place of internal growth, from a place, mm-hmm. a space within. And you can do all of these things without going anywhere. You can ask yourself the question, you know, the question, how do I know this is true in your own mind? You can focus on what you love about yourself in your own mind. You can focus on what you're grateful for each day in your own mind, right? We can do right. all these self-love practices without going anywhere, guys. You know, right. we, we can literally do it from our couch. We don't have to be in France in the middle of, uh, you know, the Louvre in order to get personal growth or self-care, right? Um, everything right. comes into the space of the internal mind. And so I think I'm going to, I'm going to buy her book. I I recommend that all of you guys do too. Can you tell us what the name of the book is? Yeah, it's The Naked Truth, A Woman's Journey to Self-Love. The Naked Truth. I even like the... And so I'm naked on the cover, so it's pretty easy to spot the cover. <laughs> so <we see> <laughs> and, and a young uh, Asian woman who's naked on the cover. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. So if you want to see Joy Naked, just get her book. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, and there's, and just a, a little spoiler alert, there's some uh, pretty sexy photos of me inside the book as well and somewhere. That's okay. <laughs> so that's fun as well. Yeah, just a little yeah. prelude. It's all about having fun with yourself, playing with your sexuality and realizing that you are the truth as long as you unburden yourself from it and really find what your inner essence is. And it sounds like Joy has, and she's leading a lot of women into that same path. So once again, Joy, thanks for coming on the show. Um, if you would like to learn more about her, you can go to Joe, uh, Joy Chang. It's J O I E C H E N G.com. Correct. Yes. 
Okay, fantastic. And definitely check out her book. Can you say the name one more time for us? Yeah, Naked, The Naked Truth, A Woman's Journey to Self-Love. A Woman's Journey to Self-Love. Very cool. I'm actually going to put that in the show notes just so you know, Joy. And uh, for all of you guys that are listening, we really do appreciate your listenership. Make sure to check out www.relationshiprevolutionaries.com to learn more about our top three relationship uh, tips for a thriving relationship, how to overcome any type of relationship killers that are going on in the relationship. I shared that in the last podcast that I did with Antonio Smith. If you guys want to check out his podcast where we talked about, uh, let's see here. Oh, till competition do us part six signs that you're too competitive in your relationship. So if you want to check that out, definitely do. And once again, we appreciate your listenership guys. And uh, we'll see you on the next podcast. Have a great day. Thank you for joining the Taboo Talk Time Movement. Go ahead and like and subscribe to our fun, free, and informative podcast. And of course, don't forget to share us with your friends. Visit TabooTalkTime.com to learn more about Dr. Eva's therapeutic services, private intensives, as well as her online couples courses and live couples retreats. As always, we appreciate your listenership and can't wait to share all of our new up-and-coming Taboo Talk Time podcast with you. See you next time. Thank you.